It is the turn of NME Magazine, and I'm kindly joined by my guest, Nina. And Nina, we've got some really good stories this week. We're starting out with some news about a collaboration with the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones collaborate with Eric Clapton on new album. Clapton and the Stones recently ran into each other at a West London recording studio and have since recorded two songs together with producer Don Woz. Eric was in the next studio along, so he came in to say hello. They ended up jamming and recorded two songs, a source apparently said. Don reckons it's the best thing he's ever done with the Stones. Last year, a previously unreleased version of the Stones' classic Brown Sugar featuring Eric Clapton, Eric Clapton, appeared on a reissue of the band Sticky Fingers album. Ronnie Wood broke news that the Rolling Stones would begin recording a new album in December last year. The album is expected to come out later this year. Wood has since revealed that the band have been on a blue streak in the recording studio, covering standards by the likes of Howlin' Wolf and Little, Little Walter. They sound... They really sound authentic, Wood said of the band's new tracks in April. We went in to cut some new songs, which we did, but we got on a, got on a blues streak. We cut 11 blues in t- two days. When we heard them back after not hearing them for a couple of months, we were, who's that? It's you. It sounded so authentic. Wow, that's a mm. really exciting collaboration because we've been playing Eric Clapton's new song here on RNIB Connect Radio, and I've been really enjoying it because I'm a big fan of Eric Clapton ever since mm. the yeah Derek and the Dominoes days with Layla. Oh, he's just brilliant. I'm not too sure about the Rolling Stones, though. I'm, I'm kind of sometimes I'm of the opinion that maybe they shouldn't, you know, they shouldn't be touring so much. <laughs> if you know what I mean, like maybe it's taking their toll of them. On yeah, them yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Later parts of the, but, their winter years. That's right. But I, I think that's been because I'm a little bit cynical, and I think they're just rehashing old tunes to make money on touring. Mm. But if they're doing exciting new music and collaborating with another brilliant musician, that could be indeed a really exciting result. So I'm definitely going to be watching out for that. A collaboration with the Stones and Eric Clapton on the Stones' new album. We are reading some articles from NME magazine and we've got a bit of a a shocking one here, a sad one, about Roger Daltrey from The Who. Roger Daltrey said he would have welcomed death during meningitis battle. The Who's Roger Daltrey said his meningitis battle last year took quite a heavy toll on him, saying he would have welcomed death during the illness. The Who had to postpone a number of gigs last year when Roger Daltrey contracted viral meningitis, an inflammation of the tissue covering the brain and spinal cord. Daltrey said, I'm not joking. The meningitis last year took quite a heavy toll on me physically. My legs aren't good, my feet aren't good, but I think being able to manage it with the adrenaline of the show, that's all that matters. It's two hours of losing myself and forgetting about my feet. But when I come off... The band were able to go back on tour in February this year with Daltrey explaining how he felt at peace during his time off. When you get a shave as close as that from the Reaper, you go, it's weird, he said, I was totally peaceful. If death, well, if death would have come, I would have welcomed it. It was weird. I was in such agony, but then it all went and I felt this very peaceful space. I don't know, it was weird, he explained. 
That's the one thing I remember as clear as day, that feeling. And any time I get stressed now, I just think of that and the worries go away. Daltrey said he learnt a lot about himself from the experience. When I look back at it, when I look back at it, I'm so lucky to be here, he said. I've got a peace of mind out of it and I've never had before. That's kind of nice. Wow, that is a really, really touching story. Because I didn't mm. know that he was so sick with viral meningitis. No, it's a I. terrible disease, isn't it? Mm, it affects yeah. young babies a, a, a lot and can be yeah. very, very dangerous. So um, again, I love the Hugh and Roger Daltrey's a bit of a hero. He's just an mm. iconic rock star. So it's great that he's still with us. And and yeah, like you were saying, it's quite quite an experience to have a near-death experience. And it's put a lot of things in perspective for think, him. Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's, I'm glad that the, the, the Who are still being able to tour. And yeah, that he's got out of that one. Now, this next story, Nina, that we're reading from <laughs> NME magazine, it's it's a bit weird, but I'm, I'm really impressed because I've often wondered about the song from McDonald's. <laughs> Pusha T wrote, I'm loving it, from the McDonald's adverts. Justin Timberlake was reportedly paid $6 million to sing the catchy jingle. Pusha T wrote the famous McDonald's advert jingle, I'm loving it, and it it has now been revealed. Performed by Justin Timberlake and produced by the Neptunes, I'm Loving It debuted in 2003 and has now become the longest-running jingle in the fast food, food chain's history. During an interview with a US radio station, the CEO of the marketing campaign behind the I'm Loving It campaign, Steve Stout, told listeners that Pusha T came up with the track's catchy refrain. You know who did that? Pusha T, that's that's crazy that Pusha T wrote the song to McDonald's, Stout said. A representative for Pusha T has since confirmed that Pusha T is in fact the track's writer. It has been reported that Justin Timberlake was paid $16 million to record I'm Loving It for McDonald's in 2003. Despite the track's ubiquity, it only achieved modest chart success around the world, peaking at number 15 in Ireland, number 13 in the Netherlands and number 50 in Germany. It is possible that Pusha T came up with I'm Loving It while he was working on Lord Willin the Neptunes produced debut album by Clips, a rap duo he was formerly a member of. I just really, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just a bit of a geek for knowledge and information. Mm. I've always been intrigued about that. I would have presumed that McDonald's commissioned a jingle writer or something like that to yeah. come up. But the fact that Justin Timberlake actually sung it and got a lot of money for it, it yeah. really surprised me that there's such a commercial connection there. Well, mm. Yeah, and I had, I, I, I have, I'm going to have to listen to it again because I didn't realise it was Justin Timberlake at all. No, I had no idea. And it is one of those ones that you've got to listen to it again with fresh ears now that we have that knowledge. But I love (laughs) learning those sort of like facts. It's great for a quiz night, that sort of thing. Exactly. Having that that little bit of knowledge. Now, we've got one final story here, Nina, from NME magazine and a bit of juicy celeb gossip. That's what we like here (laughs) on the Daily Lunch. And yesterday we heard about this celebrity breakup. Calvin Harris tweets about Taylor Swift breakup. Following numerous reports, Calvin Harris has confirmed the end of his relationship with Taylor Swift. The DJ producer wrote on Twitter, The only truth here is that a relationship came to an end and what remains is a huge amount of love and respect. Taylor Swift has since retweeted his tweet. The pair's breakup was initially reported yesterday with quotes from several different sources close to the pair. This all happened last week, one source is quoted to have said. Taylor and Adam had no big blowout fight, but the romance just was not there anymore for them. Adam is the one that ended it. It was all done in a very mature fashion. Taylor is pretty upset, but they are still in communication. Taylor was there for Adam with his accident and supportive. 
Harris was involved in a car accident while travelling from Los Angeles to Las Vegas on May the 21st. He suffered cuts to his face in the crash and had to cancel several concerts. He is due to resume performing tonight at the Omnia Club in Las Vegas where he has a residency. Discussing Harris and Swift's reported split, another source is quoted to have said... They were just not very compatible in different areas in their relationship. The touring and travelling didn't help. It seemed like they were more friends than lovers. Harris recently released a new single, This Is What You Came For, um, a collaboration with Rihanna following the success of their We Found Love pairing. Before the car accident, Harris had hinted more new music would be released shortly. Harris's residencies at Omnia and Wet Republic in Las Vegas run until September. They're interrupted by UK festival shows at Wireless, Tea in the Park and Creamfields. Well, I've learnt something there, that Calvin Harris's real name is Adam. I got mm. a little bit confused thinking, are they just, who are they just started talking about a completely different person? But Calvin Harris must be his stage DJ name. His yeah, no, it is. Yes, real name yes. is Adam Richard Wiles. So now we know. But we'll have loads more celebrity news, including a bit more about Calvin Harris and Taylor Swift later on The Daily Lunch. But in the meantime, Nina, thank you so much for taking us through those articles from NME.